Toshio B asked, where does Pat Ricard fit into this new offense? And I'm going to be completely honest and say, I do not know. (laughs) Like, that is a very good question. Um, We've seen Pat Ricard do numerous things in the past. We've seen fans complain about Pat Ricard's um, snap count in the past because he has been on the field um, quite some. But listen, Pat Ricard is also a good blocker. So what we're not going to do is act like he doesn't have a role on this team. The Ravens are still a run team. They like to run the football. So there's going to be a place for Pat Ricard. I would think that he would be less impactful in the passing game in terms of like using him as a passer than in years past. Um, but ultimately we, we, Absolutely, there's a place for him because this is still a team that likes to run the football. This is still a team that is learning about what their left guard situation is looking like. So from a blocking perspective, I still think that there's absolutely a place into this new offense. We just have to figure out what the other nuances are in terms of where he fits into this offense. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's one of the biggest questions about the offense is where does Patrick Ricard fit in? Um and to be honest, I'm not completely sure just yet. I mean, of course, you, you have him out there as a as a run blocker, but I've, I've seen some stuff uh, with the way that they've used Ben Mason. So I could see Patrick Ricard maybe, you know, still a guy that they use in the past again. Because, look, if, if you can't put it, make it a situation to where you're predictable and where if defenses see Patrick Ricard on the field, then they know it's a run play. You, you don't want that. So you have to be able to mix it up and have him out there for pass plays if you're going to play him just to keep the defense honest. So I could see him involved still in the underneath passing game. That looks to be an emphasis for the Ravens this year. It, you know, he, he, they're going to throw the ball down the field, but don't be afraid to take the underneath as well. And that's a thing for Lamar, learning to check the ball down. I think that's something he's actively working on right now. So and just strictly speaking of the passing game, you know, he'll be used as a chip blocker, be yeah. used underneath routes. Um, they still will put guys in motion. He could be almost used as a third or fourth tight end, to be honest with you as well. Um, so I, I think Todd Munkin is still working out the kinks. Uh, Ricard hasn't been able to get on the field with the guys during OTAs and mini camps. So it's not like we've been able to actually see him out there and see what he'll look like in this offense. Um, but I, I think that'll be one of the big things to watch. Obviously, a snap count is going to go down from the last few years. It should go down um, if we're talking about getting to a modern style of offense in today's right. game. Um, fullbacks are now there are good full, but you know, when a team has a good fullback like the Ravens, like the Niners. They utilize them, and I'm all for that. I don't have a problem with Patrick Ricard at all. He's a football player. The dude, right. what you ask him to do. He's, I mean, he's played on the defensive line, for crying out loud. Um, so I, I think that they're still trying to figure out how they're going to use him uh, right now, but I, I would still expect to see Patrick Ricard as in some sort of role in this offense. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, look, there's a place for him. I just don't think that it's going to be the same type of place that he had in Greg Roman's offense. So, you know, there's that part of it. And we'll find out more in training camp how they want to utilize Pat Ricard um, in this offense. Um, we 
would be remiss if we don't have Lamar questions. So we say the best for last. Um, we had two Lamar questions and we'll, we'll, you know, find a way to combine them. Um, Jermaine 611 asks, uh, do you think, do we think that Lamar is going to have his best passing career this year? And uh, native son had asked how much pressure is it on Lamar to start off hot do I think it's going to be his best passing career? I do. Um, I, I think that the, all the stars are aligned for him to have his best passing career. And he, this is the best wide receiving core that he's had um, thus far. And that doesn't even include, you know, all pro tight end Mark Andrews, who is still very much a part of this offense and will be. So there's that part. Um, and in terms of pressure to start off hot, I personally, Cordell, am not giving the Ravens a lot of pressure to start off hot. I understand other fans might, but there's too many parts here. Um, there's a new offense, and that's part of it. There's new players involved, and that's part of it. There has to be some chemistry that has to be built. There has to be uh, understanding the implementation of the new offense. Um, luckily for the Ravens, their schedule is pretty light in the beginning of the season. For me, they sh they got to end high because their schedule is very hard down the stretch. So, you know, are they going to – I think they might start off a little lukewarm because they're still trying to put all these parts together. And that's going to take some time when they have some real action against real live opponents. But to me, the better thing about how we can put – how we can – actually look at this team and grade them as how they're going to do down the stretch when they play against much tougher opponents in that regard. Yeah. I mean, well, what the first part about is, can this be Lamar's best passing year? Um, I, I think it depends on how, what you define by best passing year. 6,000 yards. Like you said, I mean, that, that, would, <laughs> that would be close to it. That'd be close to it. I mean, look, I, I think passing passing yards, it will be. I think Lamar's going to get close to 4,000 yards passing this year. I don't know if he'll get to 4,000, but I, I could see him in the 37 uh, and up range. Um, but in terms of efficiency, I mean, that 2019 season was just ridiculous. I yeah. Mean, you know, 66 uh, completion percentage, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. I mean – that touchdown to interception ratio is something that's Amazing. tough to duplicate. Um, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is a 40 touchdown guy. Um, maybe, maybe he could, you know, um, but I don't know if he'll be able to do that this year. Maybe he will. I definitely agree. Obviously this is the best pass. This is the best receiving group he's had uh, with the wide receivers and tight ends combined. Um, but I just uh, the efficiency from that year was something that I don't know if it can be duplicated um, again. So I don't know if he has his best passing season. I, I'll say he has his highest yard total, but I don't know if he eclipses 36 touchdowns. I don't know That's if fair. he throws less than six interceptions. Fair. Um, Good point. So uh, in terms of the pressure being on him to start out hot, I mean, typically Lamar does start out hot. So that's the that's the good part. I don't I don't know if there's any necessarily added pressure to do it, maybe. Um, but I'm giving them like you, I'm giving them a little bit of a grace period, understanding it's a new offense, understanding it may be rough for them. 
to start the year. And look, they, they've got three division games in their first five weeks of the season, all on the road at that. So, yeah, they do get the Texans to start out the year. Yeah, they do get and the, the Colts, Colts, I believe, as well. Uh, and, and Yeah, they get the Colts week three. But to have to go to Cincinnati and uh, and and Cleveland and Pittsburgh in the uh, all in the first five weeks of the season will definitely be tough, and it and it takes away a little bit of that extension of being able to figure things out because you don't want to drop division games. Well, you that's know? true. So uh, I, it, it's it's a little bit of that. So they better you know they they better really utilize those Texans and those Colts games. To, to really try to work the kinks out because once you get in the division, I think the division is going to be tough to win this year for anybody, yeah. for anybody. Well, I mean, it's been like that for a while now right. anyway. Right. You know, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. not different. That's not different. Yeah. So I just, I just like in terms of who's, and we usually know who's going to be the, 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 the bottom team in the in the in the uh division this year, usually i don't know if it's a bona fide guarantee that the Steelers are going to be in fourth place this year i don't i don't know where the browns are even i think the browns could go anywhere from one to four to be honest <laughs> I, I honestly think they could be in any of those four spots depending yeah. on how their year goes so um i i just say that to say yeah I could see nationally there being more pressure on Lamar. He just got the payday, got all the weapons, new offensive coordinator. He's now in what year six uh, now it's kind of go time. Um, so I could see that, but for me personally, I I'm not adding any pressure. I'm expecting him to do what he always does, which is start out hot. I don't think there's going to be any difference there, but I am giving this offense as a whole, a little bit of time to figure it out within the first couple of weeks. Completely agree. And and valid point about the, the division um, first uh, three out of five games, because um, that is fair. But it, but it, when you start looking at the, the, the stretch um, from like Thanksgiving oh, yeah. on, it's, November, it's, it's December brutal. is brutal.